Welcome to the Quitting Marijuana Podcast, where we walk the straight and narrow in order to rise above and leave behind our addiction to weed. With a PhD from the School of Hard Knocks and the kind of rugged good looks that are only found in backwoods breeding, I'm your host, and you can call me Jonah. We are coming at you live from my second bedroom. And fresh in the news today, we've got some innovators who are developing seaweed-based alternatives to plastic food wrappers. Hey, that's pretty cool, says developers at Flinders University and the German biotech company 1.5 have created a seaweed-based coating designed to replace plastics used in fast food packaging. Hey, that'd be pretty cool, right? That'd be healthy, healthy, healthy for the environment. First time I ever had seaweed, that nori wrap, I was able to get it at a grocery store called Wegmans and uh, had an ex-girlfriend of mine. She was all into sushi, so she taught me how to roll it up. Uh, one time I went out ice fishing for perch, and we brought back, flayed the fish, and uh, turned them into sushi. I thought that was pretty neat, man. Uh, the other kind of bad thing in the news right now, we've got some pesticides. Pesticides down in Brazil, poisoned by pesticides. Health crisis deepens in Brazil's indigenous communities. Yes, a recent report reveals communities in Brazil's Mato Grosso region are contaminated by the agricultural industry's increasing use of pesticides. About 88% of the plants collected, including medicinal herbs and fruits, on indigenous lands have pesticide residue. And if you read further into this, what's crazy is that a lot of these pesticides they're finding have been banned in the United States as well as Europe. So just dumping them off on third world countries, uh, pretty sad, pretty sad. Apparently, some of these things are causing uh, birth defects, fetal abnormalities. Uh, it's just a damn shame. I remember being over in the Philippines and watching these guys walk around the rice paddies with basically a like a metal trash can strapped to their back. And if you can hear any of this background noise, it's a little distracting to me. My wife is taking a shower, and of course, I'm just in my little second bedroom here. Plywood still on the floor. A little, what do we got here? Well, that's the sheetrock. That's good. But then over here, we got the old uh, wood paneling. Behind that is the uh, laughing plaster, but yeah, it is kind of distracting. You got the headphones turned way up. Sorry about that. So anywho, yeah, I was over there in the Philippines, and they're spraying for these grubs in the rice paddies. And they're not wearing any safety equipment at all. I think I saw maybe one respirator, but they're, they're in shorts and a t-shirt. They're out there hosing these things down. Man, it is messed up. But you know what's even more messed up is the fact that you and I are smoking dope. And we're putting stuff like that directly into our lungs. Like, here I am freaking out about pesticides. And the reality is, God only knows. And I don't mean this in a, you know, in a disrespectful way. God only knows what I have put into my body as a result of my marijuana habit. And, come on, I mean, how many times have I smoked out of tinfoil? So many times. I know, I'm, I am a ghetto hobo, man. I am a country boy who just never learned. But, man, if I didn't have a glass piece, let's say I had quit for the 700th time or something, I got rid of everything, boop, 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 just roll that thing around a pencil or a pen, roll myself a little tin foil, pull it out almost all the way, and then when I'm in that last little, you know, quarter inch, half inch, just put a 90 degree bend in it, you know, basically the eraser part of the pencil, and all of a sudden I got a little tin foil bowl, pack that pipe, hit it and rip it, woo, man, I can get jacked up off of just one of those things. Uh, the worst is that I, I would keep it for like a couple of weeks, you know, a couple of weeks or a month if it was, you know, if I was like, oh, I'm going to quit, I'm going to quit, but I'm going to keep smoking until I decide to quit. Terrible, man, terrible. I'll never forget, I smoked this Mexican brick weed one time. I was down in, uh, well, I was at state school, I was at a college, and, you know, a bunch of young, young girls and trying to chase a little tail, I guess you'd say. And she, so this girl manages to track down a little weed, and we're like, eh, we'll smoke a little weed. At the time, I wasn't really a big smoker, but, 
man, talk about pesticides. This is some Mexican brick weed. I have talked about this before on the show. But, man, it was, it, you could tell it was like vacuum sealed. You know, it had definitely been vacuum sealed, squeezed super duper hard. And we smoked that shit. And, woo, I was like hallucinating a little bit. And not in a good way. You know, because I, I have enjoyed my hallucinations. I smoked... Oh, I don't know when. Not not super long ago, like maybe two months ago. And I had on my my little night vision glasses here, the blue light lock blocking glasses. And for some reason, I was looking at something on my computer or whatever, and bam, just between the visual color and the being high, I actually caught a little bit of residual hallucination from the shrooms that I took over the summer. And there's another podcast on that one, a whole other story. A total disaster, right? You know, my friend getting, uh, tripping on acid, I'm tripping on shrooms, he wigs out, we're out in the wilderness, he hadn't been there in a long time. He was living in New York City where they're just pumping that crazy left-wing fucking garbage into their brains with an IV up the arm. And uh, anyway, he had, we were talking about, homosexuality, he kind of like made a move on me, and I was like, whoa, bro, come on, man, it's all good, and the short version is, he tweaked out, he ran away from me, he lost it, he disappeared, and so he's calling 911, he's calling his whole family, what a clusterfuck, I just wanted to go in the woods and trip a little bit, I've been looking forward to that, but yeah, man, I gotta tell you, smoking the pesticides, or, or even that fake stuff, that K2 spice, man, I remember one time we smoked that, and I can't, gotta tell you, I didn't didn't do a lot for me, but this girl we were with who was not a smoker at all, she's crying. She, basically, to her, it felt like she was sitting in a chair, and the walls of the room were rolling around her like a dice. Man, that is wild. Uh, but what's more wild is we keep spraying pesticides on our food. So fucking dumb. So dumb. And these poor, I feel terrible for these third world countries. They are getting hosed. They are only t- tasting the very beginning of it. I hate to only bring you news that's bad, but tension continues to build between parents and educators as classroom conflict continues. This one's from the National Desk. Tensions are rising between parents and school systems over several issues, including falling grades, awards withheld, and concerns over certain classroom materials. Now, you guys know I'm a teacher, kindergarten teacher right now. Uh, I've taught sixth grade, taught first grade, and uh, I'm chasing the dream, man. I'm going actually into P.E., uh, that's my hope, at least. Fingers crossed. You know, if I put my nose to the grindstone, I think I can do it. But schools today are messed up. Listen, the school I'm in right now, straight up, we got a rule. You can't tell parents what gender their kids identify as. Can't do it. Right? And I, it's funny, I follow Libs of TikTok on Twitter. And that concept comes up on her page pretty consistently like wow here's a school in ohio that has said they won't tell parents oh here's a school here's a school that says they'll keep parents out of the loop well it's it's state law i'm pretty sure where i am because i went to the professional development with our school attorneys who explained all this to us and you know god bless her she 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 seemed very excited about all but she thought it was just fucking great and i'm like oh yeah wait till you have one of these wait till you got a fucking fifth grader who lives on their phone comes home one day and you know oh i'm i'm not really a girl i'm a dude or oh i'm not a dude i'm a girl it's like for for as long as i can remember people being alive puberty was a time when people would hate their bodies 
right? And there were all these books explaining it, like what's going on, and it's okay that you're upset. It's okay you don't understand yourself right now. Like you gotta ride it out. I know you think you look ugly. You got the pimples. You got the armpit hair. You got the boobs. You got this. You got that. But of course, kids today don't identify with their particular group because they don't have a group. They're all online. But I digress. It's terrible too. You see that six-year-old shot the teacher in Virginia. Fucked up, man. Tensions are building. we got to change something in these classrooms. So close. I get tenure this year, and that's one of the reasons, you guys, I had backed off of this podcast. So I was like, man, I don't have tenure yet. You know, I'm talking about all this stuff. But the reality is, by not having tenure, I don't really want to start my own podcast because I don't want to be some, oh, I can only talk about this, only talk about that. It's like, no, I want to talk about the truth. I want to talk about real life. And... Uh, this is the place to do it right here. And you can send me an email, quittingmarijuanapodcast at gmail.com. I got like three or four that I have not replied to. I feel like, you know, feel like a loser, piece of shit. You've heard me all say it before. It's old news. But I promise it's, it's not because you're a bad person. It's because I'm a bad person. And I had kind of dropped this podcast because I, I wanted to move into the new one because I was feeling like a failure for not keeping up on it. And so it's like, well, why am I? Why do I have this responsibility on my plate at all? But, man, if you're feeling like a failure, you can, yeah, eliminate the responsibility or you can just do the work. Right, so you got a choice here, and I'm just gonna try to do the work now. Uh, you know, you guys get at least another couple months out of me till June, till that tenure kicks in, and then we'll see where to go from there. But man, all the rest of this is just bad news. You got children with throats slit, and men abducting women, and blah blah blah. Well, I gotta tell you, where do people get all these ideas? Call me crazy, but this Law and Order SVU, right? I was addicted to that show, man. I watched that thing. Oh, man, what was it, like eight seasons in a row, you know, just binged, smoking weed, watching that show. Criminal Minds, that's another one. All the shows today are so graphic. People would never have these ideas if you did not put them in their head. Sure, there might be some depraved folks out there who could come up with something like that. But watching it, literally watching it and hearing it over and over and over and over, desensitizing yourself man, what do they expect? Like, what do they expect in society to be happening? I don't know. To me, it just, it doesn't make any sense at all. And that's a reason to quit. Society is crumbling. Okay, listen, I'm back here on the mic. And part of it is because I think we're at a turning point in the world. I'm not talking about the country. I'm talking about the world. I'm talking about the World Economic Forum. Okay, listen, I keep my tinfoil hat in my back pocket, but it's only a conspiracy theory until it's true. In the past three years, have taught us anything. It's that they weren't conspiracy theories, right? The media is a propaganda machine. I think shit's about to go down. I think what happened in the United States last week with the airlines being turned off. Oh, we had a glitch in our computer system, so the pilots didn't know if the air was safe. So, you know, they they couldn't take off. What the fuck are you talking about? This system's been around for how long? It's got how many safeguards into it? And it just happens to take place on a day that has the lowest amount of travel of any day of the week? I don't think so. I don't think so, Tim. That's from the old Home Improvement Show. I think it was deliberate. I think that was the time that they chose because it would make the least amount of disruption. They could kind of see what was going on, test it out, make sure it worked, make sure nobody could trace it. Uh, It's messed up, man. I'm so, so thankful my father-in-law purchased us a generator. And so that's pretty cool. We're going to get that thing fired up. We had the deep freeze there or whatever, the flash freeze. They hit the northeast way back and power went out and our house got cold. But this ought to keep it up and running. I didn't think, you know, a natural gas furnace would require the grid, but sure enough it did. I don't know if it's the electronics that got to spark it or if it's just the fact that it's hooked up to the, 
in the thermostat. I don't know anything about that kind of stuff, you guys. And so it's going to be kind of a crazy weekend with me trying to hook it up. But this is why I'm back on the mic. One reason to quit. A reason to quit? Are you kidding me? A reason to quit? What the fuck is wrong with your life? Look at it. Look at the state of the world. Look at the state of your own life. You think you can spend more time behind a pipe than behind the grindstone? I don't think so. I don't think so. Listen, we have got to come together. We have got to wake up. I know there's a lot of women who listen to this show. Daria is amazing. I love listening to Daria talk. Her accent, of course, really sells it, right? But she'll talk about a down-to-earth, normal, common sense, but yet has all this crazy travel experience, you know, super open-minded, you know, an adventurer, an adventurer both in spirit and in body. Pretty cool, man. But for the men who are listening to this, we have to stand up. What do you think is going to happen when the food runs out? What do you think is going to happen when the grid goes down? Who's going to survive? How are you going to protect your family? What's going to happen? Are you going to be ready? I don't think so. Not if you keep hitting that pipe. You ain't going to be ready. I told myself, oh, yeah, you're going to smoke the weed. I can do this. Listen, I've been high as a fucking kite lately. Saturday, Sunday, smoked all day. All day. And what did I do Saturday, Sunday? Nothing. Now, I was sick on Thursday, right? You know, I had this crazy GI thing going on. I probably lost like 10 pounds. I don't know. The old butt faucet. And so Saturday, I gave myself an excuse. Like, oh, I'm still recovering from Thursday because I did go into work on Friday. Had to be done. And then Sunday, it was like, well, you know, I I don't know. This is is kind of my R&R day. I'll be home again tomorrow, Martin Luther King weekend. And then Martin Luther King Day came around, and uh, the wife was here, and we had an amazing, amazing day together. But I certainly didn't get anything done, right? I didn't caulk and paint the trim that's down in the kitchen that's been sitting there for I don't even know how long. Do you remember what your life was like before you started smoking? I, I don't know if I truly remember it, but I can I can visualize it, right? Like, I can imagine it, at least. And I do I do remember pieces of it in college that grind me. You could not keep me down. I was like the Energizer Bunny. It was go, 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 go. And then I started smoking, chilling out a little bit. And, and in some ways, I think it was good for my psyche. You know, take it easy. You know, not, not. But then again, you know, here I am, right? In this piece of shit fucking house, in this piece of shit fucking town, with a piece of shit fucking job, you know, and a wife who, who I have not challenged to be better, right? Or I have not given her any reason to be better. But she and I talked, and we're, we're going to be hard up. We're going to do it. We're going to try to have kids. And so that won't kick in until, I won't kick in until probably the fall is when we'll actually try, but the summer, hopefully our bodies will be back to some sort of like chemical balance, right? Because she's on a marina and I've been smoking the dope. She wants me to be off the dope for at least three months. Uh, That's what the research has suggested, at least 90 days to kind of clear all this stuff from your system. And so it's kind of like game on, right? You know, she's going to the gym. She hates to do that. I'm quitting the weed. I hate to do that. Uh, we're both sacrificing. We're bo- it's going to be a grouchy couple of weeks probably. But it felt good. It, it felt good. Not just the not smoking, but getting my life back to some sort of routine and knowing that I was taking a small step going in the right direction. Now, here's the thing, everybody. We know the downs are going to come. We know the days are going to happen where you think it's dumb or pointless or you want to throw in the towel. All right, we have all experienced those days, and they are still to come. No matter how many good decisions you make, you are guaranteed to have a day when you don't want to do it. Guaranteed. It's coming for you. But I will say that 
that, that sweet, elusive taste of success. Oh, it is so, so freaking good. And a right decision in one area begats right decisions in other areas. Okay? I haven't looked at porn in three days. I know that sounds like fucking awful, but for me, well, no, because Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and not today is Wednesday. So, I mean, today is day four. It's a big deal. It's a big effing deal. And by doing that, it gives me the strength to make another right decision. And that's where this whole mental, physical, spiritual health comes into play. We have got to address all three. Okay, my mental health, I meditate. I've been doing the standing meditation now. Today I did it for 15 minutes. Yesterday I did it for 10. Ideally, I would do it for 40. I remember the last one day I did it for 40 minutes. Had a great effing day. Fantastic day. The kids were happy. I was happy. I still was happy when I got home. It was an amazing day. Not happy in like a giddy dumb, I'm watching Nickelodeon Spongebob happy kind of way. But I'm talking about just a satisfied peace and joy. Pure tones. Pure resonant tones going through my soul. It felt good. So that's what I do for my mental health, physical health, bam, doing my back PT. I'm hitting the gym, right? I set my watch now. I do my back PT for 20 minutes. I can't be setting numbers of reps. I'm going to do this exercise and that exercise. No, 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 because it's not working out for me. The exercises are so easy. They're so lame. One of my exercises, guys, come on. I'm doing like a Kegel. I lay on the floor on my back. My knees are up in like a classic sit-up position. I squeeze like as if I'm trying to pinch it off, you know, trying to hold in a, a, a body break. I let my left leg drop, it comes up, my right knee drops to the side, it comes up, and then I relax, squeeze again, and now my right knee drops to the side, comes up, left knee flops to the side, comes up, in that sit-up position, excuse me. It's so dumb, it's so dumb, but you know what, it works. So now what I'm doing, I'm just setting the time, and it's like grind, 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 just go to the next thing, go to the next thing, do the next exercise, try this one, try that one. I do have somewhat of a progression in my head because I'm not a dumbass. I've been exercising for a long time. But the point is, 20 minutes a day is a lot more than zero minutes a day. And for a little while there, I was on zero minutes a day. And that's not a good place to be. Spiritual, mental, physical, spiritual. Man, I have not been going to church. The Quaker thing. Listen, I'm not anti-LGBTQ, 2SA+, whatever it is now. But when my preacher starts talking about how great it is to be with her spouse... Or her significant other, her partner, 20 years, and the partner stands up and she's like, oh, no, no, no. It's like, what the fuck are we doing? If I was up there preaching, you think I'd be talking about with some woman I was cheating on out in the audience or or some, like, the pornography I was looking at over the weekend? Because, listen, I, I'm not saying gay people ain't going to heaven. That's not what I'm saying. But the Bible makes it pretty clear that homosexuality is a sin. I'm not saying that it is a worse sin than lying. It's not a worse sin worse sin than lusting or murder or any i'm not i'm not saying that at all okay i'm not putting sin on a hierarchy not a chance okay Uh, not one chance however the pastor should not be celebrating their sin in the middle of a church service it's a weird place for it so that was kind of strange i didn't care for that and fuck my life everybody uh just lost 10 minutes of audio uh well Maybe you'll be happy. (laughs) Uh, I kind of came full circle and basically just said that over the weekend, uh, I did some research and Jesus Christ is found in every single major religion, Um, whether it's Islam, Judaism, Hinduism, Buddhism, Christianity. uh, They recognize that he existed as a real man and that he walked the earth and that he was a holy man. And so instead of identifying as Christian, 
Uh, I just identify now as a disciple of Jesus Christ. If I can follow David Goggins, get inspiration from him. If I can follow Jocko Willink, get inspiration from him. I can certainly follow Jesus Christ. And so mental, physical, spiritual health. I read the Bible now every morning. Still been doing that about 20 minutes. Uh, physical health, obviously the back PT. And uh, the NyQuil is kicking in. Okay, uh, <laughs> and that's why I'm kind of bummed. I, I was on a good rip. Now I'm slowing down. Um, last night I was up super duper late, probably like 11 o'clock. Just having trouble sleeping, right? Because I'm off the dope. And I'm sure tonight will be similar, but hopefully if I get to bed pretty soon, maybe I can pull it off. Um, all right, I better just, <laughs> after 10 minutes of it being gone, you guys, I mean, a lot of wind is out of my sails at this point. Let's switch over to, uh, yeah, let's just call it, all right? Socrates, we all know Socrates. Uh, he once said, The secret of change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Yeah, that's pretty cool, that's pretty cool. Our Bible verse of the day, fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. So, hey, everybody, it was great to be with you. Sorry we separated there briefly, but remember to find satisfaction in the struggle and peace in the moment. We'll see you next time.